with your host, Ian Ferguson and Ricky Ventures. It's time for the STEM Dialogue, the podcast that exposes students to the world of science, technology, engineering, and math in a new light. What's going on, world? It is Ricky Ventures again, back with you for another week of the STEM Dialogue. How's everyone doing today? Good, good, good. I'm here with my co-host, Ian Ferguson. Ian, what's good, man? How you doing? Man, I've been like a ball of energy all week, Rick. <laughs> I've been so excited. I, uh, I don't know what's going on. I, um, like Tuesday, I ran a couple miles, went to the gym, mm-hmm. and then like later, I like walked because I like walking in the rain and I walking three miles, and I still was like full of energy after. Oh wow! I just been maybe it's two reasons. I think it is one. I've been eating like I've like taken a lot of carbs out of my diet, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I wonder if that has to do. Two, I got a date this Friday. That's all I'm gonna say. Is love like, in the air. Yeah. It's love in the air. That's what I was saying. I was like, yeah, watch this. Uh huh. So, yeah. you know, have you ever seen um the movie Norbit with Eddie Murphy? Yeah, yeah, it has been a while, but I, I you remember he was so excited to go out with that girl. <laughs> uh, the week, he's like Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Friday, Friday in my head. <laughs> oh man, bro. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's good stuff, man. That's awesome stuff. Love is in the air. Nah, man. Yeah, I've been doing pretty good myself, man. It, it has been um awesome week, man. We're looking forward to some things, that, some great things that are coming up. Got this uh, Greatness Awake conference coming up. We'll be sending out some more information about that to everybody. But uh, yeah, man, just, just, just connecting with some awesome speakers and just sharing our experience with the world, man. I, I tell you, there's no... Man, it's just such such, such a uh, um, a wealth of information that we share, uh, a high energy atmosphere. You know, man, I, I love it. So I'm so looking forward to getting back on stage with these people and um, just really impacting some lives, man. Impacting some lives. So yes, sir. Yup, yup. So Ian, man, tell us what's new in the STEM world. So Ricky, I figured you would like this one. I know basketball is your best sport. Um, well, I don't know if your wife would agree. <laughs> <laughs> but this one is uh, it's called the 9450 Smart Sensor Basketball. Hmm. And it's a basketball that trains you. Uh, it has embedded sensors that measure the spin and acceleration and the data that's being to your phone in just 100 milliseconds. Oh, wow. And it has an internal battery that lasts eight hours and that it can be recharged wirelessly. And um, the president of Social Elite Sports is the one that designed it. He says that the basketball helps track your shooting and ball handling skills, and uh, some nonprofit youth programs use it. And I guess after they go back and look at that data and areas they need to improve, they said that they've seen about a 25% improvement after wow. about three weeks of using the ball. Wow. So. Wow. I thought that was kind of cool, actually. No, that's that's really cool, man. That that is that's, that's crazy. I, I do I do love it. I do love it. You know, it reminds me of a movie years ago, man. I cannot think of the name of this movie, man. But it was a a, a basketball movie, and uh, the one guy he was trying to sabotage one of the teams, and he put like a a metal strip 
on the basketball that he can that can, he control control the ball with a remote control from a distance. So every time, oh, that's team probably before went, my time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit, a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> every time the team went to go shoot the ball, you know, he'll flip this switch, and it was, I guess, some mag- magnetic uh, thing where it was anti. Um, uh, the polar the polarization pushed the ball away from the actual rim and whatnot. Oh, whatnot. Wow. So uh, yeah. yeah, man, and and they, the team was like wondering, yo, why are we losing, man? Because this kid kept making them miss the shots. But that's the first thing that came to mind when you said, you know, this yeah, ball yeah, yeah. that can, has all these electronics put to it. But yeah, that is um, that's that's awesome, man. What I love about it is that, and the reason why they're able to see such a great Im- improvement is because. They're they're assessing themselves. You know, they're getting a, a, a mm-hmm. real measurement of what of their performance, and and that speaks volumes because a lot of people are doing things in life, but they're not measuring it. So right. they can't improve because they have no uh, 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 no um, baseline. And what that ball is doing now is creating a baseline in all these players. And now these players mm. know how to improve, what areas they need to improve in. Or oh, I need to dribble the ball harder. I need to dribble the ball faster. I need to flip my flip my wrist a little bit harder so I get a better rotation on the ball. All these things, this ball is able to report back to them now. And now they're able to make adjustments. So, listeners out there... I, You may not be a basketball fan, you may not be a sports fan, but that lesson applies to everywhere in life to where, you know, what are you using to measure your performance? And and, and, and you can see the value that measuring performance has based off of what this 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 uh, report is saying that 25 percent improvement. So imagine if you can find a measuring tool in just three weeks. So imagine if you can find a measurement tool that can lend those type of results for you in your life. Man, that right there is phenomenal right there. That's for, yeah. right there is phenomenal. So we all need to be looking for a measurement tool. What are we measuring ourselves with? What are we measuring ourselves right. with? Imagine yeah. if Shaq could use this for his free throws. <laughs> <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be funny if you heard this podcast and we got a call. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know, and know what, STEM World? You know, one, one thing I did not say is Happy New Year's. Happy New Year's. By the time you hear this podcast, man, we will be in uh, January. And 2017. We, 2017. So happy New Year's to all of our listeners across the globe. Um, man, we, we really appreciate your support uh, in this in this STEM dialogue. And we just ask you to keep pushing the message, you know, keep pushing the message to all the people that you think need to hear something new about the STEM world. Um, so, yeah. But like we always do every single week, we bring to you a special guest. And all of our guests are special because they're taking their time away from their busy schedules to come and just share their knowledge with the people in the STEM world. So uh, today we have a young lady named Brittany Young. Brittany, are you are you on? Yes, I'm on. Hey, Brittany, what's going on? How you doing today? I'm good. Good, and good. And I'm, I'm doing good. I've had a great day, Brittany. Awesome, awesome. So, so Brittany, do, do us a favor. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, so I'm Brittany Young. You just said that. I'm from Baltimore, Maryland. Um, so, for me, I'm a chemical engineer, but I would describe myself now as like a social economic engineer. 
I worked literally everywhere, and I'm only 27. So I worked in Vanessa, I worked in McCormick, I worked at John Hopkins Applied Physics Lab. Um, I get the most satisfaction out of creating like solutions for community-based organizations, and also trying to add diversity to the STEM field. Mm. For me, I had someone that looked like me when I was growing up um, that wanted to be an engineer. So that was once I started working as an engineer. You know, I'm black. I'm a woman. I'm from Baltimore, so <laughs> I love it. Wow! Wow! Awesome. So tell us, tell us, Brittany, what kind of drew you to the STEM field? Um, when I was in the first grade, I knew that I wanted to be some type of engineer or scientist or something because I've always like I've loved science. I wouldn't even say like it was a love. And when I was in the first grade, I actually got a um, a chemistry set, which I looked at two years ago and it was for teachers like when you're doing modeling for your classes so I don't know why in first grade my parents thought it would be a good idea to give me this set but it was to my advantage because I like made polymers and I glued my sister to the chair um I did a lot of explosion type of things by accident which worked in my favor and then from there I just knew that that's what I had to be and I knew it was going to be a rocket scientist. Um, and then I came to chemical engineering because I looked up like what it encompasses. And I love chemistry. I love calculus. I love physics. I also like to write a lot too. Um, I used to like to do research. Now I hate research. Um, <laughs> uh, early age, I was going to be an engineer. I just wasn't sure which kind. And then chemical was the one that combined everything I like to do into like one one specific area and it's not like it's kind of chemical engineering is kind of limitless like we do mechanics we do um electronics like in my field far well, i'm abstinent i've worked with nasa with um venus exploration so it's kind of i don't put myself in one area of engineering i just like it all got you got you no, that's good. That's good stuff, man. You know, we a lot of our listeners that have not a lot of our guests that have come on share that similar story of finding their passion in engineering at a very young age, you know, and having at least some some exposure, some type of exposure mm-hmm. to it, you know. And I heard you say, you know, you right now you 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 consider yourself a social economic or social development uh, engineer in which you are now trying to raise the awareness of STEM and get more uh, young people into the STEM industry um, and being that example for them, and, and which is phenomenal, which is phenomenal. We need people to reach back and bring students up. So tell us, did you, uh, what school did you go to? What um, what, what um, college did you go to? I went to University you, and for high school I went to Poly. Oh. oh, I went to Polly. Oh boy, yeah. we're not going there. Uh, hey, Polly. No, oh, Polly, Polly. Exactly. A Polly, because we are number one. That's yeah. what we do. We yeah. produce engineers and scientists. Yeah, 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 cool. yeah, yeah. Nah. You went to the wrong kind of school, so we'll skip over your question about that. <laughs> <laughs> so so in so in college, uh, tell us some things that you did to um, to be successful in your co- college career. Um, I would say college was actually making a lot of mistakes. So I came from Poly with a three point eight GPA. I got a full ride to College Park. 
in my second week of school, my mom died. So for me, mm-hmm. actually, wound up failing out of school um, by my sophomore year. I left, so I went from a 3.8 to like a 1.1 GPA. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was different for me, mm-hmm. but it brought me to the person I am now. So then my regular job, but I was like lost. I was lost. Oh, you, you, college, I'm in the Beach of City. This was like nobody to go to um, a poly, or it sounds like somebody went to city, but you know, nobody wants to go to, to community college coming from Baltimore anyway. So for me, that also humbled me, but I lot to get back on the right track and the focus. And then I went to UMBC, and then I just took a lot of internships. Um, the first one I at the John Hopkins Applied Fitness Lab as a paid internship, of course. Um, I didn't even actually apply for that. They saw my resume and they saw my GPA and my skill set, which I had to be triple C, so they hired me on. So I would say what made me successful is the fact that I have failed a lot um, and how I've, I had to make a choice as to whether to continue to fail or to like rise above my circumstances and to accept that challenge. <laughs> Yes, to also not be afraid to allow because it happens. It's okay. It's just how you, you know, how you overcome the situations that matter. Mm, mm, wow. Absolutely. Mm, go ahead and take it. I know you had something to say off of that. No, man. I'm just, I just love how, because that situation she was in, especially you said your mom died, could have been the end period mm. for somebody's college career and she and she had a vision of this one when she was a child and that whole thing could have been done mm. you know yeah but she yeah, kept for going yeah but you picked but she picked um, it up you know yeah that's true it took it took a lot that's why like one of the main things i talk to people about now is that experience too because people see me mm-hmm. now like you know i have my life together i'm 27 every every other month my life changes to a different direction so i would say i will never have my life together but i can um like skew it to where it needs to be and then with that one experience a lot of times i feel like when people come back and try to you know talk about the experience in the community kids or like older adults that have family that that are going they're like how can this be me and me i always start with the the positive but that's to I had a one point one GPA in college. That's crazy. I failed out of school. That you know, like I should store it for a little while before coming back to school and doing all that. Um and I think those are the stories that are more important because they make you more relatable because everybody goes through stuff but not everybody's mm-hmm. going with it. Not everybody's gonna work at John Hopkins. But you can give people hope that they can come out of their situations and do the same thing that you do. So mm-hmm. I think part of me then i'm from i'm from baltimore you know i'm from the same streets and the same everything else when i go and talk to kids too or talk to older adults so keeping that part of me is to people to see me i love when people see me as that baltimore girl because that is that is who i am yeah i'm an engineer i'm a scientist i'm all that kind of stuff but i am just that girl that's from baltimore which i like because it helps people's perceptions of people from Baltimore City, um, then it also changes how we see ourselves. So I always believe that, that I am just a regular girl from Baltimore. Mm. Just a regular girl. Very from, yeah. 
just a regular girl from Baltimore, man. Yeah, that that is that's powerful, and you know it's powerful because you talk to a lot of students in Baltimore, and a lot of them. I had one conversation with one student, and he said, "Man, you'd be lucky if you make twenty thousand twenty twenty dollars an hour." I said, "What?" He said, "Yeah, you'd be lucky if you ever make that amount of money." I was like, "Oh boy." And you know what it was? It was that they just weren't exposed to, you know, what That's people what actually they make it. They just don't know. And to have people come in and show them, like within within two minutes after that conversation, I showed him, I said, without even having a high school diploma, you can make $20 an hour. So imagine if mm-hmm. you go further with training Go further with college if that's the route you want to take or go further and learn a skill or trade. You know, imagine how much more that you can make. But if all they're thinking is that, man, I, man, I got to be lucky. I got to work extra hard. I got to be I got to be a straight A student just to make twenty twenty dollars an hour. You know, they're going to feel defeated and then always be, you know, uh, second class or feel second class, you know, and it's just that exposure. So when they see people that are from their area that had the same struggles that can that can be relatable and they see how you have made it, it gives them a renewed strength. It gives them it gives them energy. It gives them hope, you know, and that's and that's exactly what this podcast is about. And it's giving people hope, hope that and exposing uh, students to the world that's around them, the world that is growing around them that they may not know anything about to show them that there are options out there. And all you have to do is apply yourself so that you can take advantage of all the options and opportunities that are out there in the world. So, man, thank you so much, Brittany, for just giving us a little snippet of your story. I know it's more detailed than that, but thank you for giving us just a little, even just a little summary about it, man. It's um, it's powerful, and we I encourage you to continue, continue whatever you do, is continue to share your story, As, no matter how much, no, no matter how much, even if it pains you or whatever it may be, just continue to tell mm-hmm. that story, man, because. The next generation needs to hear it. Definitely needs to hear it. So, so on 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 the flip on the flip side, you know what we like to do, and in, in, you know start, since we're talking about being relatable, uh, I want to ask you one more question here t- uh, today. And we, everyone looks at STEM people and they think, oh, a person with the suspenders and the glasses and you know all that <laughs> stuff, you know. But, you know, we're down yeah. to earth people, you know, and when I met you I, I, we, we, a few months back, you know, at the, at the college fair, you know, down to earth person, you know, hey, we're just talking, hey, just chilling. I would have never would have never known like our background because we're just people, regular people, you know. And so mm-hmm. so explain to us, what do you do for fun? What do you what, do you, what type of things do you enjoy when you're not in the STEMI? Um, sleep is the main one. I need, <laughs> but I don't sleep. Um, unfortunately, I'm a workaholic, so I love to work. But really, my my main like fun, I love to travel mm. to just get out, go away. And then I have uh, younger brothers and a younger sister, so like my fun is like randomly going to the aquarium, randomly figuring out things in Baltimore that are free because I like free stuff. Yeah, they just um, had uh, the aquarium for a dollar this past weekend. Did you go? 
Yeah, but yeah, like a thousand people, and I don't yeah, have time for that. Yeah, yeah, you go with everybody else in the world. Damn, stuff. Yeah, I can just like anything free. I love that. Um, sometimes I, I'll go with like a sipping paint. You know, I'm, I try not to drink that much. But Mess up your painting. Good cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm regular. I'm 27. I don't know. Fun to me, like at 19, is not fun to me at 27. Oh like, yeah, of course. Going to clubs and stuff That's like good. that. <laughs> Everything. So I don't really. I have a different way of fun. Fun to me, chilling. Maybe I'll go to yoga or something. Mm-hmm. Fun to me was like running the streets, like clubs, partying, hanging out. No, now I'm like every album. <laughs> <laughs> No, so, that's good. I just like my I guess my main answer will be traveling. My main answer will be traveling. No, that's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, you, hey, you know, and and and, at, and as we all get older, you know, our fun is relative to who you are, how old you are, where you are, your your exposure mm-hmm. points, your experiences, and um everyone has fun in a different way, but at the same time, everyone takes part of something that makes them happy. You know, and mm-hmm. that's the thing with STEM. And it may not be what you think is fun, but you make sure you carve out time to enjoy life, you know, and, and that's the biggest that's the biggest thing that we the message that we want to get across to everyone is that, you know, you got to work hard. We took we, our, our message is to work mm-hmm. hard, but also you got to play hard as well. You know, you got to go 100 percent in all in all in all directions. Self care and self care yeah, and self care. I think that's the main one. Yeah. Um, Cause I feel like I feel like I've lived so much in that time frame from 18 to 27, which is nine years. Like, I, if you name something that you've done at your age, I will be like, I've probably done that at least five different times too, like in a, in a bad way. Um, but I saw a lot of people, especially them, like we're really we're really really smart people, but we don't take the time to also deal with our bodies and like deal with our emotions. Um, for me, I was grieving. For a while, I didn't. I didn't even know it was grief because I couldn't see past, you know, the the physical stuff that was going on that related to back to my mental and my spiritual. So even every day, I take time. Like I take an hour just to have some me time, and I think all people need to do that too. Yeah. It's just make sure you you maintain you as a person. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Brittany, we want to thank you so much for being on our show today. You know, we really appreciate uh, all the the little nuggets that you shared uh, with the world. And uh, we wish you the best in your endeavors. You know, we, we, we're right here in the same city, city uh, as you. So, you know, we definitely get you in front of our students um, and inventors or wherever we're, we're, we're going to be putting on some some boot camps uh this this year 2017 <laughs> and we, we would love to have okay. you come and, and 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 volunteer and be a guest even speak to the students uh we'll, we'll talk we'll connect yeah. with you about it and get you all the information but we really appreciate you for I'm coming on always around. <laughs> um, and thank you to someone that went to the wrong school oh, um uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we don't need to connect 
It's all good. But, it, it it is all good. It's, I'll let you guys. I'll let you guys uh, uh, just high five, high each high five each other as your both uh, uh, poly poly alums. You know, no, that's no, that's awesome. That's I I actually love the fact that you know the alums of poly. You know, everyone is very. Um, what's the word uh what's what's the word uh i can't even think of the word right now oh oh uh, pride pride, pride school pride pride, pride poly yeah probably pride yeah <laughs> yeah he was itching, he was no itching to, to say that he was itching, itching to say it poly pride that's, that's not cool saying, i man. know i know <laughs> i know they ingrained it in all you guys yeah <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, thank you so much, Brittany, and um, we'll connect no again with you soon. But STEM World, that's another. That we're coming to the end of another uh, STEM dialogue. We thank you for tuning in. We thank you for listening. Hey, share our podcast with your friends. Share them with your classmates. Share them with your with your students. You know, we would love, and also we would love to hear some feedback from everybody. Uh, but again, like I said, this is our. We have come to the end of the show, and we'll see you next time at the same place on the STEM Dialogue. All right, everyone. You've been listening to the STEM Dialogue. For more information and inspiration, check out rickyventures.com. The STEM Dialogue will return the same time next week. This has been brought to you by Ricky Ventures Enterprise.